0: Hi, it's DeWire, February 22nd, 2023, GamblersAdvisory.com, a free site, BettingAngle.us, a free site. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, I made a, a quick video. It was a short, one minute long. And I've been shocked at the feedback. It was on Jake Paul's upcoming fight against Tommy Fury. And in that video, I thought I was saying what was obvious. I said, hey, Jake Paul has an A-level straight right hand. Many of you have taken exception to that. Some of you have even quoted that statement in your comments. Let me just encourage people to quote whatever they want. All I ask, if you're going to comment on videos, is that you take the next step and offer your input. People already know what I'm saying. Tell the people what you're saying. Right? To me, it's clear. Whatever Jake Paul's past, wherever he's been, whatever roads he's traveled, That straight right hand is an A-level punch from a talented puncher. Something else people took exception with. I mentioned Jake Paul's back foot. People said, DeWire, what fights are you watching? Right? There's no recognition at all of Jake Paul being on his back foot against Tyron Woodley. Right? Jake Paul has a back foot, folks. I'm not sure if I buy the argument that Jake Paul is an average fighter. Again, I don't care where you're from. I don't care what your past is. It's where you are today. What skills do you have? Folks, Jake Paul has a back foot. So let me just say this. Tommy Fury isn't defensively blessed. So I'm expecting Jake Paul's straight right hand to become a major issue in that fight, right? We'll see if I'm right, if I am. Jake Paul should win that fight on straight rights. Let me just say, too, if Tommy Fury, who is aggressive, crashes the pocket, don't be surprised if he can't find Jake Paul. Jake Paul, I'm not saying he's Usyk on his back foot, but what I am saying is he has a back foot. Let's shift gears. The real purpose of this video is to talk about something Tommy Fury said, and I think it's something we need to talk about. He was asked, who is the best heavyweight champion in history? And Tommy said, hey, it's my brother, Tyson Fury. Now. For some reason, there's something about Tyson Fury that causes people to have doubts, right? As I've said of the post Mike Tyson era, I believe the top three heavyweights are in no particular order. Lennox Lewis, Vitaly Klitschko, right? That Lewis Klitschko fight to me is one of the most important fights in heavyweight history and Tyson Fury right the Tyson Fury performance against Vladimir Klitschko where Fury gets so full of himself that he puts both hands behind his back folks that's a masterpiece fight you were watching a champion who was well known right if you asked most men on the street who's the heavyweight champion before the fight the answer would have been Vladimir Klitschko we all know we had car crashes Ross purity Corey Sanders layman Brewster but he was clearly the heavyweight champion and he was dismantled it looked like he didn't have a front foot and this was a guy with a great jab which he couldn't land on Tyson Fury and great power, right? Klitschko was outclassed. He was undressed, right? I was raised hearing about Joe Lewis, my dad, big time, Joe Lewis fan. When I saw Joe Lewis fight, I thought, man, this guy just doesn't move well enough to hang with an Ali, for example. Right? I don't know how a Joe Lewis could beat a Tyson Fury. Let me go one step further. I believe some of the elite fighters in history, and I mean elite, guys I feel, if there was a Ralph Robin, would make it to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Sonny Liston is one of those guys. right? Sonny Liston owned the pocket. Understand, Liston's interesting because Liston mentors George Foreman, right? And Liston, how do you put it? um, Was smaller than Usyk. In other words, Liston's a much bigger image, much bigger image than he is a fighter. In my opinion, he's one of the best, right? Like my crowd here, I've looked at these old films And the guys who stand out in history sometimes are surprising. Liston doesn't have a long reign because he faces the worst possible style for his style when he faces Cassius Clay. But understand, Liston, I would not hesitate to take Liston over his good friend, Joe Lewis. Right, by the way, for those who don't know, Lewis helped Liston. Right. When Sonny moves to Vegas, Lewis is in Vegas and helps Sonny it. Right. Let me also say this, too. If you're looking for heavyweight quotes and we know some of the great quotes in history. Right. He can run, but he can't hide. That's what Joe Lewis uh, famously uh, said about Billy Kahn. Right. Sonny Liston was one of the better interviews, right? They asked Sonny Liston about his upbringing and Liston said, the only thing my father gave me was a beating, right? Liston was interesting. Well, let me just say, I don't see how Liston, who I consider to be elite, right? Don't go by the length of the brain. Go by the skill level. Liston's jab might be the best jab I've seen. Right? Stationary jab. It's not a mobile jab. But I see no way that Liston could beat a Tyson Fury. Fury is big by historical standards. Fury moves extremely well. Fury has length, he has long arms, and he knows how to use them. Right, the same way Fury was able to move away from Vladimir Klitschko, I think Fury would be able to move away from Sonny Liston. And in those awkward moments where their are exchanges in the pocket, understand Fury is adept in the pocket. Right, so Tyson Fury really does belong in the conversation, in my opinion, with the very best heavyweights in history. I believe he's moves too well for Lennox Lewis. Right? I think he beats Lennox Lewis. Let me say this, too. Chris Bird was so hard to hit that Chris Bird caused Vitali Klitschko To tear out his shoulder and Klitschko in a fight he was winning panicked and quit in the fight right well understand Tyson Fury at his best is extremely elusive right one wonders if the tally Klitschko would have been able to find Tyson Fury and if he found Fury and Fury was slick elusive upper body movement right back foot, taunting him. One wonders whether Vitali, who, like Lennox Lewis, had ring coverage, would be able to handle the boxing part of the match. But let me say this. If you go down this road, if you start opening doors and start questioning orthodoxy, and start asking the hard questions, right? Who could beat Tyson Fury? Let me throw a name out that might not come to mind. In fact, I'll throw two out, right? Liston's protege, George Foreman. We don't consider him to be on the same level with a Muhammad Ali, right? And for the record, I consider the Ali who beats Cleveland Williams. And let's be clear here. It's a diminished Cleveland Williams. Cleveland Williams has already been shot, right? Cleveland had some issues outside the ring, right? Cleveland Williams was shot by a cop and wasn't the same man who Sonny Liston beat twice. Right? Big Cat Williams, folks, was a monster. It's clear that if he doesn't run into Sonny Liston, if he's not part of the Ali era, I believe Cleveland Williams could easily have been a champion. Well, let's just put it this way. The Ali who beats Cleveland Williams to me is fearless. And keep in mind, Ali had a lot of the same problems Tyson Fury has. Let's remember, Sonny Banks drops Ali. Let's remember, Henry Cooper drops Ali. Ali's cornerman, Angelo Dundee, had to loosen the lacing on the gloves. Right? Had to come up with ways, had to loosen the tape to buy Ali time so he could clear his head, right? Let's be real on Tyson Fury, can we? This is a guy who was not only down multiple times in multiple fights against Deontay Wilder, he's down in other fights, plural, including the Steve Cunningham fight. Neither Ali nor Tyson Fury had a granite chin, right? Let's be clear, too, on Tyson Fury. Fury pitches a masterpiece against Vladimir Klitschko. They were set for a rematch. Now, understand, that's peak Fury, right? That Tyson Fury, younger, faster than he is now, right, moved well, could taunt you in the middle of a fight, right, knew the angles. That Tyson Fury self-destructed, right? He doesn't make it to the agreed-upon rematch against Vladimir Klitschko. Then, of course, his weight balloons. There's a mental health component. There's a substance abuse component, right? There are even rumors of PED use. Tyson Fury then ends up in Siberia. It's because Deontay Wilder decided he wanted to fight the lineal. After Tyson Fury had fought two no-name guys, that Fury returns to center stage. Well, just understand, with Ali, right? Ali, legal problems, right? Didn't want to serve in Vietnam. They come down on Ali. Understand, the boxing world was so parts of it. were so anti-Ali that Ring Magazine literally says one year. Ali would have been our fighter of the year but because he's so controversial, we're not gonna name anybody. So let me just say, if Ali fights Tyson Fury, that's a great fight, right? But understand neither of them, let me repeat this, neither of them had the big punch, right? Neither of them, at their absolute peak were able to show you the dominance for years after that right the Ali who re-emerges in the 70s after he is banned and isn't allowed to fight and stuff like that the ollie who fights Jerry quarry excellent fighter Jerry quarry right beat Ernie Shavers to crying out loud the Ali who appears in the 1970s doesn't have the legs that he did when he's fighting Zora Folly, Ernie Terrell, uh, Cleveland Williams, etc. Right? That's Prime Ali, the Ali in the 60s. I would argue that it's debatable. And I believe he's the best, although I do feel the best today, although I do feel he might lose to Usyk, right? Boxing's rock, paper, scissors. But it's debatable whether Tyson Fury is where he was athletically when he beat Vladimir Klitschko. I mean, folks, with three rounds left in that fight, you understood that Klitschko needed a knockout. You understood that in germany tyson fury had taken the title that's how dominant he was much faster much faster than vladimir klitschko let me say this the advantage ali has over fury is the hand speed right ali is faster than tyson fury ali's the better athlete than tyson fury Right? The question though is Tyson Fury does have a front foot. Could Tyson Fury offset the speed gap between he and Ali, prime Ali? Right by, you know, coming in on his front foot and then making the battle a wrestling match. Right? That's the question. Well, let me say this. Listens, mentee, Houston pickup, George Foreman, who Ali beat, but let's be real here. The Rumble in the Jungle, one of the biggest fights in heavyweight history, changes the trajectory of the 1970s, right? Because Foreman had beaten Fraser, had beaten Norton. Larry Holmes was a young pup at the time. If Foreman beats Ali, folks... The 1970s might be Foreman's decade. Foreman beat Ron Lyle later. Right? Well, let me just say this. If Foreman, the Foreman in Zaire, fought Ali, who was the underdog, who was viewed as an old man 10 times, I believe that George Foreman wins more than five of the matches. But in the one match that counted, Ali had a novel rope-a-dope strategy that I believe he comes up with on the fly, and he beats George Foreman. I believe Foreman is the heavyweight in history. If I had to bet on one heavyweight to beat Tyson Fury, it would be big George Foreman. Now, I mention this in part because Foreman is still alive. Right? I want people to go back through history and just imagine a guy with Foreman's power being as aggressive on his front foot as Foreman was the night he fights Ali. Right, Ali never gives him a rematch. Never. And Foreman was popular. Right, Imagine that Foreman against... Tyson Fury. I believe F- Fury would have problems. Understand, Deontay Wilder gave Fury problems. I'll agree. Fury's dominating the first fight. I thought Fury clearly won the first Wilder fight. Fury clearly wins the second Wilder fight. He does so by stoppage. In the third fight, Fury has problems. Right, after he's knocked down twice. Right? I'm not sure if Fury knew where he was at the start of the next round. He's diminished. Well, understand, Foreman is defensively blessed. Right? I I know this is not the way history sees it. I want folks to look at the films themselves. Foreman is defensively blessed. Sometimes he opens up on guys and forgets about defense, right? He's just winging punches at Joe Fraser. Let's remember he beats Fraser twice, right? The second fight, often forgotten, takes place in Nassau Coliseum, right? Foreman was a guy. Where if he had you in trouble, he'd say, "Okay, fine. Let's end this." Foreman was a closer. But what I want people to do is to look closely at Foreman. You'll see the Archie Moore defense, right? Foreman had Archie Moore and Sandy Sadler in his corner, right? Foreman is defensively blessed. If he doesn't have you reeling around the ring, he's hard to find in the ring. I'm talking about prime Foreman, right? He has a guard that's hard to get through. It's not a Philly shell. Right, He has his hands crossed. Understand, too, Foreman has one of the best jabs in heavyweight history. I would argue Foreman's jab is better than Tyson Fury's jab. Fury has a mobile jab. I'll agree with that. Right, But Foreman's jab is that Carlos Monzon type jab. That jab that by itself can finish you. I believe if Foreman gets on his front foot against Tyson Fury, Fury would be unable to move away from him. Let's remember, Foreman has Ali on the ropes. Right? I believe Tyson Fury could not move away from George Foreman. In a shootout with a hyper-aggressive George Foreman, who hit hard, folks. He hits like Anthony Joshua. Right? With Foreman's skill level, In other words, better defense than Joshua, better jab than Joshua, better aggressiveness than Joshua. I believe Foreman takes out Tyson Fury. I believe the Ron Lyle fight was harder for George Foreman than a fight against Tyson Fury would be. Please don't confuse older George Foreman, Foreman after a 10 year layoff, who comes back to the sport with younger George Foreman. Let's name another guy I feel belongs in the conversation. When I was a kid, I'm telling you, he was the gold standard. You knew who the heavyweight champ was, the real one. It didn't matter who else had secondary belts. And that guy was Larry Holmes. Right now, I'm just telling you Larry's jabs better than Tyson Fury's. People forget that Larry could move, right? Larry had ring presence where Larry could have his hands down around his waist and be dancing around you. I think Tyson Fury would have problems with Larry because I believe Larry has better timing than Tyson Fury. Understand who Larry was and I I understand Ali is older, but this is before the Trevor Burbank fight Larry Holmes is fighting Ali who we used to spar with who Holmes admitted Used to beat him up in sparring right Larry Holmes once had his family attend training camp. He was Ali's chief sparring partner and he talks about how upset he was how angry he was because in front of his family ali decided to rough him up that's one of the reasons why holmes who knew later right he's with ali for years that he could beat ali jumped at the opportunity to fight ali understand larry holmes had such presence that in that fight he's turning to the referee in the middle of the action, asking the ref to stop the fight. I believe Larry Holmes against Tyson Fury would be heavyweight boxing at the absolute peak. Understand Larry Holmes was on the verge of tying Rocky Marciano's unbeaten record when he lost a questionable decision to Michael Spinks, right? Larry was unbeaten well into his 40s in terms of the number of fights he had, right? I believe Holmes, who's a big man himself, could match Tyson Fury in terms of movement. I think Fury, this would be new for Fury, would actually have to deal with another guy with a mobile jab who's coming in and hunting him down. I want people to go back and look at the Larry Holmes-Jerry Cooney fight. Folks, that's a clear mismatch by the sixth round. By the sixth round of that fight, and Jerry's unbeaten at the time, you knew that fight was a mismatch. Now, we don't think of Foreman and Larry Holmes as being part of the top shelf of the heavyweight division, right? I would hear my dad talk, and that shelf was Joe Lewis, right? Ali, right? I'm just telling you that styles make fights. Tyson Fury is clearly on the top shelf. Ali is clearly on the top shelf, right? Clearly on the top shelf, right? There's a split of opinion as to whether Mike Tyson and Joe Frazier belong on the top shelf, right? We'll include Rocky Marciano. I believe there's a bias against smaller heavyweights. Right. Marciano has an additional problem for those who saw, I believe it's the first 12 rounds of his fight against the guy he identified as the best he had fought. Jersey Joe Walcott, a guy who once knocked down Joe Lewis in a fight and should have been awarded the decision. Right. A guy who both won and lost to Ezra Charles. Right. Just to understand. On a given night, the styles matter more than any pecking order. I can tell you Tyson Fury is a historical heavyweight. I'd love to see Prime Fury. In my opinion, that's the guy who beats Vladimir Klitschko and wins the heavyweight title against Prime Ali. And I believe Ali against Cleveland Williams, to me, that's the best. That's the top. I've seen for a heavyweight in the sport, right? But just to understand, had Ali fought Prime George Foreman ten times, I'm not sure if Ali wins five of those matches. If Tyson Fury fights Prime George Foreman ten times, I'm not sure if Tyson Fury wins five of those matches. larry holmes he's an open question right mike tyson beat larry holmes okay larry holmes fans let me raise my hand we will tell you that that wasn't larry holmes that was larry after a couple of losses to michael spinks right that was larry after he retired from the sport don king talked him into coming back. Right? The point I'm making is Styles make fights. If George Foreman in his prime, right, the Foreman who enters the ring in Zaire, right, who had just destroyed Kenny Norton, who had destroyed heavyweight champion Joe Frazier, if that George Foreman enters the ring against Tyson Fury, folks, he's going to have problems. Right? Problems. Right? Let me just say, Foreman, Lennox Lewis, that's interesting. That's an interesting fight. Right? But understand, Foreman against a guy who doesn't have an overwhelming punch and an overwhelming front foot. Oh, I mean, how many times can an opponent survive against Foreman using a rope-a-dope strategy? As for Larry Holmes, I'll just say this. Larry Holmes knew he could beat Ali a couple of years before the two guys actually fought. Larry Holmes was much better than Ali at that time. Understand, Ali goes the distance against Trevor Burbank after that fight, right? But Larry Holmes, he was the gold standard. Right, had he walked away from the sport before fighting Michael Spinks, who, let's remember, beats Jerry Cooney at heavyweight later. Right, Michael Spinks is a Hall of Famer. Right, we would be putting Larry Holmes on the Mount Rushmore of the sport. Right, love my dad. I don't see how Joe Lewis could beat Larry Holmes. Larry would be outside working a jab larry could dance larry would be circling joe right if joe lewis had a problem with billy Kahn sticking and moving how would he beat a bigger man with a stiff a stiff mobile jab right there's an interview look for it on youtube of ernie shavers Right? One of the hardest punchers I've ever seen. And Ernie was asked about Larry Holmes versus someone like Ali. And Ernie, on film, and Ernie was one of these guys who tried to be respectful. Right, Ali meant a lot to the sport. Right, People of color really respected Ali because they understood that he gave up his title because he didn't want to serve in Vietnam. Right? Ali's a guy who had a lot of respect. A lot of respect. But if you listen to Ernie Shavers, rest in peace, Ernie clearly believed that Larry Holmes's jab was the jab to worry about. That Larry Holmes's jab carried more pop than Ali's jab. Right? So as we think about the heavyweight division. And I I certainly believe Tyson Fury's on the top shelf with Ali, right? With Lewis. But all I'm saying is, folks, there are other guys who might belong on the top shelf. Who might be able to beat Tyson Fury at least five times out of ten. I believe one of them is George Foreman. I believe another... Is Larry Holmes. Tell me what you believe. In the comment section of this YouTube video, let me say this too. I have a lot of respect for Vitali Klitschko. Larry Holmes is simply too mobile for Vitali Klitschko. And I consider Klitschko to be on the top shelf. Right? Understand, George Foreman. Flat footed. Larry Holmes up on the balls of his feet. Right? Styles make fights. Maybe a Joe Fraser or a Mike Tyson could track down a Larry Holmes. Throw power shots, rough him up. But a big guy like a Tyson Fury. Oh <laughs> let's say I'll be the casino's huckleberry if they give me the right odds on that Larry Holmes Tyson Fury fight. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Let me point out, too, that Larry Holmes is still alive, as is George Foreman. I hope the boxing press tracks down these guys. I know these guys are polite. I know these guys want to pub young fighters, right? I know Larry Holmes is a fan of Joseph Parker's, right? What I want the interviewer to do is to say, hey, how would you fight Tyson Fury? I'd love to hear Foreman's response to that. I look forward to your comments. Thanks for stopping by.